so we've got all we need water mm-hmm. yep <laughs> <laughs> okay um so we are speaking and recording today from the lands of the garigalongal people in um, sydney in so-called australia um sovereignty was never ceded always was always will be aboriginal land um my name is yu babika i am a writer visual artist and community organizer i've been living here on garigalwanga land since eight years now and I'm sitting next to Laura Garcia Dolnik. <laughs> what a great name. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, would you like to <laughs> also introduce yourself? Of course. I'm, yes, I'm Lou. Very excited to be talking to you today. <laughs> I am um, a, a poet and arts worker of Ilocano heritage. Um, here's a settler on Gadigal land where I've been very fortunate to live and work for kind of the better part of two decades and a half now um Mm. it's been quite a while Mm. um and yeah really kind of invested in a practice um that's just kind of obsessed with uh relation relation mediated by ecology uh kind of what it means to write poetry that's implicated in kind of um an ecosystemic way of looking at um uh, the world and kind of human non-human kinships um, I'm very excited to talk to you today about <laughs> um, all the ways in which we let our obsession kind of um, transmutate into art yeah um, yeah, yeah. Um, which makes me think like um, yeah we kind of um, well first we're neighbors <laughs> <laughs> so we do share <laughs> A fair bit of ecology here. Mm. <laughs> um, and I think we do have, um, yeah, shared interests in first language, yeah, and mm. I mean, firstly, language and and also labor. And we just spent like uh, already <laughs> half, <laughs> sort of half an hour chatting and uh, exchanging, but yeah. Mm. Um, I, for myself, I can say that, um, I do, I translate a lot actually Mm. between all my practices, between writing and visual practice and also between different communities. I was, um, born and, and grew up in Kazakhstan, Mm. in Central Asia um spent my childhood and my teenage um time there and also lived in germany for 16 years Mm. um um, so i have ancestry in of german um, tata roma ukrainian russian people (laughs) uh yeah there's so much to be said, I think, about um really excited to get into kind of like our positional approaches to translation. I know we were gossiping a lot about um, yeah. just kind of um that relationship with kind of the English language. 
but I wonder why the first um, a reading might make more sense mm. um, and then we can kind of tear everything apart yes <laughs> let's, let's do some reading Perfect. I was um, actually really looking forward to it Great. Um, should I start? Perfect, yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm going to read from um, a poetry collection called The Moment You Realize What You Don't Have to Be, uh, which is a quote from um, uh, Sarah Ahmed's book. Mm. Um, have to look up what book it was, <laughs> so, uh, published uh, in 2022. Mm. Um, so I'm going to read a few maybe short poems to start with. Um, There's lying down tired bodies aloud. They radiate scream with heat and when they leave they leave signed grass behind. Grass that was carefully seated here, covering what was there before and cared for and moan, ready for the next event. And the next one. For Tom Malik and his A Little History of Fatigue. Resting worker. She takes her time. She's moody and slightly heavy. She lowers herself slowly onto the ground. She closes her eyes and feels the heaviness of her body. She acknowledges the aches and the pains she feels. She takes a deep breath in. She's intentional. She's resting while she keeps planning. Mm. Um, I might just stop there. Sure. I um, guess just um, to join on from that, like f this is a phenomenal chapbook, by the way. <laughs> I'm actually kind of really gutted and grieving that um, this chapbook isn't available for sale or kind of like acquisition in this country <laughs> like oh, um no. <laughs> I yeah I, I read it um about a week ago and just became immediately obsessed with your work like um so much in there to, to talk about and kind of well, I'm letting it out in the world. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is I know, this is a form of kind of yeah, publication, actually, yeah. like a beautiful way yeah. of sharing. Yeah, it is a bit of a book launch, but yeah. It's, mm, but... I love that. <laughs> yeah. I guess yeah. I, um, to follow on from that, I'll, I'll read a, a couple of sections from um, A Brief History of Water, which was my uh, essay published in um, Luminal's anthology against disappearance, Essays on Memory. Um, it's in companionship with a lot of like really tremendously talented writers um, and also in, in companionship with you today, which is mm. um, a, a, a real honour and privilege. Mm. Thank you. Um, so the essay begins with this quote from Billy Ray Belcourt's A History of My Brief Body. I bore witness. No one asked this of me but I wanted to keep watch of the dying everywhere so I could figure out how to care for a bleeding sentence. June, suspiring winter, 
an apartment with double-hung windows for a street-facing wall, and the city moving beneath, quickly, as a river that insists on a kind of intransigent moving to. Nothing that passes through it holds, or perhaps here, everything has always already conjured a horizon of movement's potential. I live the city's entreaty for a futurity as elsewhere. I walk into the field expecting to be devoured, and then I am. I write nothing. I count the hours diluting, one into the next, as drops decanting into a larger body of liquid, innumerable in the breadth of their sameness. I don't see any one person twice, on the street or in the fast food joints that puncture the walls of dull, remote corporate offices, except for a neighbour who inhabits another apartment high-rise across from mine and who is also often alone. I return home from days wasted answering emails and ordering coffees to avoid working on a manuscript I know is slipping through my fingers. My neighbour is there. They move as if suspended in liquid. The air that sutures the space between our windows, a benthic wilderness, within which relationality enacts its directive to behold. I spent hours in this looking. I don't know if or when they face me, the light that illuminates their space, a table, sofa bed, and shelves that house objects of various shapes and sizes I can't make out from this distance, casting a dark gray shadow over the features that would allow me to discern if they face me or not. The night is figured in their image, delivery drivers and industrial lights illuminating back alleyways approaching as they hold their isolation, distorted by night's refractions. In the promise of their silent aliveness, I am held and held. I think I'll stop there for the moment, but mm. return to this essay maybe organically mm -hmm. as we mm -hmm. kind of um, mm -hmm. feel things out. Um, just a brief acknowledgement as well that um, lines and phrases were taken, of, of course, from Billy Ray Belcourt, Jose Esteban Munoz, um, Hyomin Nguyen, Gilbert Kaluuya, um, and Dion Brand as well, especially um, in, in her um, refrain, I am held and held. Mm. Um, so that they're snaking through the text in kind of a very overtly referential way. So... Um, yeah, this, this text is in companionship with that. But um, I wonder, I chose these excerpts um, because I was trying to find a piece of my own writing that maybe exhibited such an intentional relationship to place as yours does in this magnificent chapbook. Mm. Um, and I wonder, even just that like opening vignette, um, that uh, so much to kind of, unpack already but I think broadly um the question I'm asking is um what is your relationship to place as a writer but also this relationship to ground and groundedness mm. um I um in a very kind of Moten-esque way um mm. I recall I guess his kind of injunction to think about um what is important or what is kind of radical is actually also like tremendously simple. That's not how he said it. That was, that was just mm. like my terrible paraphrasing. Mm. Um, but that kind of relationship of um, the speaker yourself 
mm-hmm. um, in this chat book with their feet on the ground or mm-hmm. their body on the grass, um, mm-hmm. which has been freshly mown and is covering um, what was there before. What was there before. Yeah. yeah, I wonder if you could speak to that. Yeah, yeah. Um, when, well, yeah, thanks, thanks for the question. And also <laughs> thanks for your beautiful um, reading. You. Uh, I will also... <laughs> Uh, come back to it and ask them questions. <laughs> Thank you. Um, um, yeah, I guess when I wrote this chat book, I was in the process of listening a lot to my body mm. um, because it was doing all sorts of things, giving me pains and um, mm. kind of uh, feelings of exhaustion and fatigue um so there is this direct kind of uh necessity of doing that and and writing from that position of a body that is laboring which is also a migrant body which is also a non-binary body which is also a um body that lives on conscious, like very conscious about living on the, on the land that, that was colonized and stolen. Mm. And, um, but it's also <clears throat> has to do with the fact that, um, I live in, <laughs> in a space where I don't really have a diaspora or mm. a connection uh, of to uh, you know diaspora so mm. i guess i live between many communities and and i approach my own identity slightly differently mm. um so not from a perspective of what it is but how it comes together mm. and how it is conditioned um, so I often look at the conditions of workplace, conditions of um, systemic sort of um, conditions of um, hierarchies, you know, um, and, and so on. Mm-hmm. So situating myself and my body is important in that context, I think, yes. Mm. I um so much of that is kind of um in in such interesting relation to I'm I'm thinking of your essay on the floor as well. Um what we were speaking about kind of um be- before we came to record about this kind of um the body's relation to the clinical space of mm. the art institution mm-hmm. and and the gallery mm-hmm. um and the messiness of it actually yeah and, <laughs> that, and that is hidden mm, at the organic <laughs> messiness of, yes. of the body kind of like which yes. is um always kind of resisting um these spaces which are kind of like um hyper contained or um hyper kind of managed or departmentalized um yes and kind of like um uh in many ways also kind of like very intentionally like de-racialized and, mm. and, and de-kind of um, 
I don't think de-queered, like I don't think they were, <laughs> they were ever queer in the first place. But skillfully, like... <laughs> skillfully, skillfully ignored. Skillfully ignored, <laughs> yeah. Or, or, you know, kind of made palatable in, in ways that are actually kind of like um, in very, through administrative processes that are actually like antithetical to like, um, yes. to really just like human being, the messiness of human being. Yes. Um, but it all happens on the floor because mm. it's unavoidable. Yeah. <laughs> and kind of um I, I wonder about kind of uh there's this this moment in that essay where you eat a Kit Kat that causes an inflammatory response. Yeah. And then I think, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's kind of sequenced in this way where it's like you're walking home yeah. and you have to strategically eat a meal at a pub because, yeah. you, <laughs> because you physically can't get the rest of the way home. Yeah. Um, and how mm. like the um, marble like um, floors of <laughs> museums and art gallery space actually produce disablement um in very like in in ways that like the body like registers as like totally material um there's spaces that eject the like gooey softness of the body um yeah you know like in many ways the gooey softness of queerness and like and um the entanglement of kind of like um being in a space that um uh is maybe in in kind of like contradistinction to all the ways culturally you've been mm. made up as well. Um, I find that really really interesting. <laughs> yeah, I think. <laughs> yeah, thank thank you. It's a it's a really beautiful kind of. <laughs> it gives me the like the joy of um, of writing writing this text and also the joy of kind of thinking about it again. Um, yeah, absolutely. I think I also write that museums are temples of culture. Mm. And for me, almost that, like, look, looking at the materiality, and I do think that I am really um, a materialist, and so mm. that is quite important. So I, I bounce it against this um, kind of Western um, focus on ideas and, mm. and philosophies and really like to bring it back to the body because I think mm. it's so, this expo- experiences, um, are so rich and important and, mm. uh, they form the reality of our existences and how we mm. inhabit these places, like, mm. like the, the gallery places with the marble floor that was never meant to be a workplace, mm. um, but is created to be a beautiful, gorgeous, expensive, initially <laughs> building. Yeah. yeah, and um, yeah, and the Kit Kat. <laughs> um, it's such a kind of a. <laughs> it, it's funny to me because it's kind of like um. All the things we do do to survive the impossible conditions of labor is like yes. <laughs> just like um, yeah. But so also in 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 your um, in your text, I'm mm. I was really kind of keen to hear when it was written, and I mm. I really like your like ongoing approach to um connection to to 
um, this feeling of being in the city, I suppose, and really mm. pulling it apart and looking at it quite precisely and, um, mm. you know, and coming back to the neighbor as that, um, the other body next to you, although it's maybe, you know, the walls between you and the objects and, uh, mm. and I think, uh, the food delivery and, mm. um, yeah. I I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like to talk a little bit about it. Yeah, I um, I guess to situate situate this piece kind yeah, of like, yeah. um, you know, temporarily and spatially as well. This um, the ideas for this work were very much seated in um, Nam. I was I was in the middle of the city. I I believe um, kind of somewhere near South Bank. A very kind of um, uh in a space that read very corporate, but also very void in the middle of, um, I believe potentially Melbourne's second lockdown, Mm -hmm. um, where I I hadn't really intended to stay for very much longer than a few weeks and certainly not in, in kind of the condition that, um, that social condition, which was, um, I, was so intensely lonely. I, I didn't really know anyone in the city within yeah. um, like the 5k radius that yeah. would allow me to go on like, yeah. on those um, like beautiful moments of connection that were the walks that everyone else seemed to be taking in like um, at that time um, to, yeah, kind of save some kind of vestige of normality. But um, which meant that I really like, I, I like to think, um, during that time that my, um, kind of like bubble buddy was this, um, uh, someone who I I couldn't really locate on a, um, on any kind of spectrum of like personhood. Um, they were far away from me kind of, um, Mm -hmm. in an apartment across, um, quite a wide road where a lot of construction and, um, uh, you know, like a lot of delivery and, um, you know, just like a lot of like capitalist thoroughfare was happening that I didn't really understand. Mm. Um, not really knowing like, um, the context of like this particular place I had chosen to rent an Airbnb, um, in order to write, um, but eventually didn't end up doing any of that either. Um, and, uh, really became fascinated, um, with this, this neighbor or, um, uh, in a way that potentially became kind of like um, quite regulating, I think, mm-hmm. in a very somatic way, mm-hmm. um, in that they also seemed to be alone in their apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I guess would act in ways that I, I struggle to make sense of. Um, just that kind of um, spectatorship and like witnessing um, someone who also was like probably trying to find ways to survive, Mm -hmm. um, that moment of pretty extreme intensity. Um, and yeah, I, um, I guess. Did you try to synchronize yourself a little bit? I, I, (laughs) with this person, I I think this (laughs) law, I mean, talking about lockdown, there was, I, that's how I felt like this a lot of um, t- yeah um, t- syn- 
synchronizing and are synchronizing somehow. Well, I think it's kind of like that potentially what kind of like somatically the body wants to do anyway. Like mm-hmm. I um in the absence of like anyone else to touch, anyone else, any other one body to orient myself to in an Airbnb space that had been curated so as to kind of um satisfy the requirement mm. of every traveler but also mm. no one in particular for any like one mm. period of time. Um I um I found myself fascinated mm. um, and also potentially that grafted kind of a lot onto this other person who um, who didn't have any visitors as far as I could mm. tell, who was watching a lot of TV, very relatable, um, and who later on in the essay ends up, ends up doing some strange things. Um, mm. and it seems to be, at one point, they seem to have trouble breathing and that a big kind of, for me, that was a moment of like... Um, they were so far away. Um, wow. There was no way I, I'd really. Yeah. Um, but also at the same time, kind of like that frozenness of like, um, what do I. Um, that frozenness of just kind of intention. I was like, well, what the hell do I do? <laughs> like, yeah, um, yeah. And thankfully, they're okay. I'm <laughs> just like, to, outside of the art, to just assure everyone I didn't like. Um, but yeah, I. Um, I it, it's funny like I recognize that almost kind of like um I I want to call it kind of fine refinement in the language here to to describe your orientation towards bodies and other bodies in this space of kind of voidness mm-hmm. that is um the gallery but also um also land and ground that has very intentionally kind of been um cultivated and administrated to produce certain kinds of relation Mm -hmm. none of them especially organic Mm -hmm. none of them especially safe healthy or um that guarantees you know kind of like any level of like humanness Mm -hmm. um and I wonder um you know I more of an observation than anything else um just that kind of um capitalist neoliberal neoliberalist orientation um to other people in spaces that are kind of designed to produce um derelationality mm. um that are designed to kind of isolate and administrate um mm. i i want to kind of like um i i, I noticed that that kind of similarity in our work, that that mm. focus on the body and that focus on the body vis-a-vis other bodies that are only kind of some of the time just bodies, you know, and not persons mm. and not relations, not sites of intimacy or um, organicism. I wonder if you have anything to kind of... Um... I mean, we could potentially go into this whole area of thinking about how... Mm, during you know especially during lockdowns there was Mm. all this um conversation about the care and the um importance of the community Mm. uh while i would say community is actually not something that is really recognized as Mm. important Mm. (laughs) in um neoliberal 
capitalism. Mm. <laughs> um, but I can also say that um, I don't know. Maybe we. I mean, we, as I can speak from my perspective, um, uh, with my also um, migration experiences and of my mm -hmm. parents and ancestors, I think there is a feeling of ongoing disconnection that is really hard to to overcome, mm -hmm. which. Um, it's just based in multiple experiences of interruption mm. with the place where you, uh, I don't know, were born uh, with the knowledge and so on. Yeah, um, mm. I think they, they are also things that we can't fully explain or um, blame the system on as well. <laughs> so I guess sitting with that experience is was what what also writing does, and that's mm -hmm. what I feel like also your writing does as well. Noticing that, mm -hmm. putting it putting it in words, um, yeah. yeah, allowing for that to take place. Mm. Yeah. I am. Um... I love that, like that idea of writing. Forgive me if I've I've kind of paraphrased or, or mm. taken um, your words in another direction, but like um, uh, you know that attention through writing to the materiality of history mm. and kind of um, how that produces certain kind of orientations to sociality, mm. to relation, mm. to place and to ground, mm. to the ability to kind of ground and place in a resourcing um, way. Um, again, that image of kind of like the body on the grass that has mm -hmm. been kind of, um, yeah. yeah. But in order to, to do, to feel that you actually, you need to stop and to actually go on the grass mm. and take that time <laughs> to yeah. feel, to maybe think what is underneath this grass, mm. what was there before. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think for me, it was almost like my own acknowledgement mm. to country in a way and kind of like the yeah, yeah. well I, I think the kind of like and also taking that in ecosystemically like I think mm. later on um in the chapbook um that uh kind of um you have a moment where it's like you're looking at the sky and it's like mm. um initially that experience is like um disorienting or mm. um too much to take in mm -hmm. um i think also in that kind of like uh very western capitalist imperialist tradition of like a tradition that is kind of like materialized in kind of like ongoing colonization that never ended in this place mm -hmm. is like um in kind of like the way that intersects with um i guess um uh maybe histories of kind of like migration and displacement is this kind of um the loss of the ability to think naturally and organically um in um mm. ways that see the grass the mm. ground the soil and the sky as actually kind of like in like pretty deep <laughs> like relation like 
<laughs> yes, which makes me think about uh, with that level of disconnection, mm-hmm. it's often that the way we think about ourselves mm-hmm. actually comes from language mm-hmm. uh, that describes us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think maybe this, like that's a good maybe uh, time to, I'd like to read something else where mm-hmm. I focus a little bit on the language. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of supports yeah. what I'm saying right now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, also totally has to do with um, 2021-2022 experiences mm. of COVID and yeah yes um, I'm trying to make sense of what happened this past year what will happen next year the previous 40 years time is precious it increases my anxiety what is time Yesterday, there were 6,000 cases. Today, 11,000. I noticed the increase of cockroach numbers in our apartment in Bend Street. They are little. I become obsessed with checking the walls and the floor at night. A friend tells me that when someone moves out of an apartment block and the apartment gets renovated, the cockroaches migrate. The end is the beginning. Kakalaka, cockroach, is a name given to migrants in Germany. The seekers of better life, the intruders, dirty insects. The end is the beginning. I wonder if cockroaches ever feel nostalgic about the places they have left like people do. The end is the beginning. It's the end of the year. My partner and I are taking turns taking care of each other so that each of us can rest for some time. Cold shower. I start with the warm and end with the cold. The end is the beginning. Are you going to keep reading to it? Let me interrupt you. I'm just really, no. wow, that's, no, just, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'll, I'll stop there. I, yeah. um, I wonder whether it might make sense. I um, yeah. have a parts of this essay which are in companionship with that kind of um, uh, attention to temporality. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I'll read this and then... Oh my God! Yes, so much to say. <laughs> just, yes, yes, please. <laughs> um, this is um the next uh, kind of section in in this essay, a brief history of water. There is a history that sits within me. It is my history. I house it. Like a memory to which one does not pay visitation, the house lives leveraged against the ravages of colonial time. Like any house, it wears a history of usage that transcends the purpose of its actual use, which is to say, my history means to drown me. If I am living, it's because I've learned to live submerged, an ersatz deviant form of freedom. Um, wow. Yeah, That's so I can't leave it there. <laughs> but I am... Um, 
Oh my god. Yeah, like that. Um, I was just so when I read this section of your chapbook, I was so um, I was so taken aback by just like um, the end and the beginning, um, mm. the collapse mm-hmm. of kind of um, the linearity of kind of um, of a normative understanding of time mm-hmm. in in migration, mm-hmm. in the loss of kind of um, an emplaced connection to language. Mm-hmm and to culture, um, but to kind of the, um, really to the, to the ecology. Ecology is kind of um, really enclosing everything. Mm-hmm. Um, the ecology that grew you up. Um, mm-hmm. And I, oh my God, I love the like urban history of the cockroach. Um, yeah. Yeah, like I, wow. I am. Um... <laughs> I like it. Kind of, <laughs> it kind of comes goes back to your fir- almost like to your s- first, um, your first reading, uh, your I mean your first poem on like being in the city. So we are mm. in the city. Mm. We are. We're still here as well. Mm. Yeah. And I think um. In that urban environment. Yeah, I mean that uh, that attention to kind of like the urban environment is like um the materiality of the urban environment and its relationship to time as well. Mm -hmm. I wonder if there's something in there to tease out. Um, I mean, these, um, Mm. it it strikes me that the kind of metropolis is in the business of kind of replicating itself, Mm -hmm. like quite chronologically as well, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, in the sense that I think, um, um, I think in this chapbook as well, you speak about, Correct me here, but if mm-hmm. if I paraphrased it wrong, but um, you, um, kind of pay attention to um, like the excess of labor you give too much, mm-hmm. um, and then have to kind of pick up the pieces, mm-hmm. um, and how these kind of like cityscapes, um, places of kind of like labor of overwork of. I hesitate to say burnout because it's kind of like that's the entire point right like um yeah. they're meant to extract kind yeah. of like like extract ad infinitum and then um yeah. it, it's left to you to kind of figure out how to carve a life that is sustainable in mm-hmm. very basal ways mm-hmm. not even a life that is creative or imaginative yeah um and i wonder kind of like that rep- repetition of the end and the beginning is also speaking to um kind of the Western city or the city as we understand it as kind of like um, a site that is reproducing kind of like, um, well, anti-humanness, I guess, but also in in very material ways, right? Like Mm. when we're talking about migrant histories, um, kind of like um, xenophobia, racism, Mm. um, again, in the ways in there, in the ways in which they're kind of materialized in, who gets to live and who gets to die. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. I, yeah, yeah, I wonder if you have anything to, yeah. I love your questions. Oh, <laughs> so I'm they really just, rambling. This no, time. they just open up so much. <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Um, yes, we, we do overproduce mm. and we haven't learned to slow down at all. Mm. Um, so the city produces constantly and ongoing so much desire and 
you know, uh, and that needs to be satisfied. And um, I guess we move our bodies so quickly between spaces trying to cover uh, so many grounds mm, mm. <laughs> with with our feet, you know, mm. literally, but also like uh, in terms of uh, doing all the jobs and commitments that we have to do. Mm. Um, I guess, the, yeah, um, the end is it's the beginning. It's also something it's for me, it's also um this ongoing um trying to actually fit in to actually keep up with the speed and then failing again mm. so it's this ongoing <laughs> beginning and end um and this is i guess we talked a lot about like how we how do we feel as 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 artists, as um, um, writers, poets, um, trying to, f I guess, trying to find that connection and place and be happy with what we're doing. But also there is, I feel like there's this massive overproduction in the cultural sector as well mm. um, that I give up on trying to go to every event to mm. <laughs> not that I ever was able, but mm. um, yeah, it's a messy place to live in. <laughs> yeah, and I think also yeah. as well to what we were um, speaking about earlier, like um, that, oh my God, like how, um, I guess in these spaces, in, in any kind of space of work that, um, your labor is demanded at the same time or your labor is kind of required in order to to evidence connection to mm. kind of certain places and communities to certain industries at the same time that it is kind of like um mm. has no kind of um lifespan or has um in the sense that um you know in the business of kind of like publishing work mm -hmm. that you may have been working on mm -hmm. kind of given your soul to mm -hmm. for several weeks mm -hmm. and then I, I guess um, mm -hmm. uh, is read and then kind of forgotten that kind of relationship with duration is like, um, mm -hmm. uh, I think pushes kind of creatives into a space of um, where, um, uh, the expectation is kind of like um, this ongoing unhealthy obsessiveness with just kind of like production, um, mm -hmm. which is antithetical to art really. Like mm -hmm. that's, that's not how art is created. And I think in kind of like a very basal sense, like that's not what art is supposed to be, mm -hmm. right? Like um, art is like, art is relational really. I mean, only in a kind of um, yeah. imperialistic colonial context does art become um, something consumed in any kind of logic of transactionality of, um, of capital and um, and in, in compartmentalized ways, like in the space of the gallery. Um, and I, I remember you were telling me about um, kind of in an effort to disrupt that when you published this, this chapbook or was mm -hmm. it um, mm -hmm. another piece of work, um, you printed out um, mm -hmm. the work and put it on the walls mm -hmm. of um, space that, that and asked yeah. that, 
yeah, yeah. and yeah. ask that people read it together yeah. as kind of like actually a really a beautiful space of like co-creation yeah, yeah, yeah. and like of um and also that 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 kind of functioned as as a as a book launch as, yes as such well yeah absolutely um mm. Yeah, because you know, like I guess through writing, we also constantly try to uh, to reconnect with ourselves in the world in mm. a way, right? Mm. Um, um, but then the piece is written, it's published, uh, and I guess I really value what we're doing right now mm. because we this is like really generous, right? So we <laughs> give each other, <laughs> um, we give each other in in our in our work so much attention and uh, actually um, do that very, I don't know, kinship almost mm. labor that, that we also need mm. in order to be able to, to kind of keep up and generate. Uh, yeah. Yeah, which is the importance of kind of like your question in that kind of, um, when you after reading this essay, you asked me, um, when did this happen in time? Yeah. yeah. And it's kind of like, um, this kind of, um, yeah, in order to kind of like, um, I just, these acts of kind of like remembrance and like survivance and that these aren't, Mm -hmm. um, these ways that we create art aren't kind of like, um, I mean, yeah, you know, like art is representational and, um, you know, that I guess a pretty inescapable kind of like um, vector of, of what we're doing. But that um, the point is not to just kind of like represent mm-hmm. ad infinitum mm-hmm. until like death. Um, yes. The point is actually to like to, to memorialize or to hold a torch to something and say yes. This mattered at this at this point in time. Yes, I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's not about fixing anything, and mm. yeah, it's pretty much a process. Mm. Mm. I feel like it's almost a really good moment to to end. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! It's been such a Thank you. It's been so such much. an incredible pleasure to speak to you. You are like, such an incredible thinker and oh my god. And, yeah. <laughs> you, <laughs> oh my yeah. god, this was this was so delightful. Like thank you so much for yeah. your generosity. Like um so we stopped recording and but I would love to hear so much more. Me and, too. <laughs> We could talk for hours more. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay.